this is Curtis. Welcome to Writing Comics, episode 25. It's been a bit of a hiatus again. I know I said I was going to try to get consistent with these, but stuff happens. It was uh, that holiday season mixture with my injury and uh, and everything. It just got behind on work, so I just kind of had my head down writing comics. I got a lot of big news to share. If you're not on my mailing list or uh, don't follow me on social media, then it's probably stuff that you don't know yet. Um, let's see, continue with, uh, the whole characters month. I was trying to do that for November, you know, we're a few months off now, but I still want to finish like three episodes with those, uh, like three episodes about characters. So the first one was the main, main antagonistic force. And now this next one will be, uh, complex characters, like fleshing them out. So let's start with the biggest news. Uh, I mentioned it at the end of last podcast a few months ago. It was in talks for a while, a few months, and then it finally got announced. I believe like March 2nd was the day all the press releases went out. Uh, the Wild Cosmos signed with publisher Scout Comics. I'm super excited to be working with them. It's, uh, it's a learning experience. We'll see how it goes. I've heard good things so far. Everybody's been cool, so we'll see what happens. Um, I'll still be doing Kickstarters for the Wild Cosmos. As a, as a writer, you're still kind of in charge of page rates and everything in the production, unless you work out certain deals with the artists. Um, I know some publishers can take like uh, money off the back end and try to cover rates for you, and that's just money that uh, they would get uh, for sales instead of you. Um, so it's just coming off the back end. It's not like they actually pay for it. Um, and then we'll see how it goes with printing and all that, how it goes with Kickstarter. So I'm thinking of running a Kickstarter for issues two and three at the same time. Just trying to, I don't want Kickstarter to slow it down. I don't want Kickstarter to slow down production. I want to get this thing, I want to get the whole series done and out um, this this year. So they announced it for this year. I want to get it done, like towards, uh, start l- releasing at least in comic shops towards the end of the year. So I mean, signing with a publisher is huge. I mean, even Scout, they're pretty new. Only been around a handful of years, but I'm excited to grow with them and work together with them. Uh, I mean, that brings up all kinds of opportunities. All their, all of their uh, comics are always getting like TV show deals, options, movies. So all of that stuff's exciting. Uh, just the potential for all that, different opportunities, possibly work with other publishers after they see that. If, uh, if my series does well, you know, other publishers are always paying attention. You could get writing gigs, work for higher gigs. So exciting stuff. That's the biggest news for sure. Um, I submitted it a few places and I heard back from a couple. And then I chose uh, I chose to go with Scout Comics. So, besides that, uh, I mentioned the Dragon's Kin, the one I did for uh, In Hiatus Studios, their anthology. They want to continue that, so I'm still like waiting for a contract to see what's going on there. They're talking about like releasing it all through Comicsology for six issues, then maybe collecting it if it does well. But I haven't heard from them in a little bit, so we'll see what happens there. I've been kind of busy with my own other creator-owned stuff, so. Um, we'll just see if they get back to me or not. Uh, I announced a new series that's coming to Kickstarter on March 19th, Beastlands. Super excited for this project. It's already getting, like, they got, like, a five-star review already. I've been submitting it around, trying to get better at, like, marketing and press stuff. So, that one, uh, I'm going to submit around probably, uh, after the Kickstarter. We'll see, we'll see how the Kickstarter does, and then from there I'll, uh, submit it around to publishers. I mean, it'd be kind of nice to get like five issues done without a publisher, so then the publisher can just release it. But biggest thing is just time, time and money. Like Kickstarter takes time to run the 30-day campaign. I know people that have uh, like have more of a following already. They just do like two weeks campaign because the the biggest week is the first and last week, so you just cut out those middle two weeks. 
I would like to do that eventually, but I don't think I have enough of a following yet, really. So I kind of need that full 30 days. We'll see how this one goes. But I think this one is definitely worthy of uh, having a publisher. I'm going to send out a uh, update on my mailing list on Tuesday with a little preview of it. It's, uh, it's fun stuff. This artist from South Korea, she does the line work and the uh, coloring, and she's amazing. This is her first comic, but I don't think you would be able to tell that by looking at it. Besides the Wild Cosmos and Beastlands, I have two other new series. One is almost done. One's a little farther behind, only like five pages completely done on one, so nothing to announce yet for that. Um, the other one should be done completely, the f whole first issue done like in another week or two, so that's that one will be coming out after Beastlands. Really excited for that one, but I'm not going to announce it yet. Um, besides working on that stuff, just been trying to get better at the whole marketing thing. Uh, as much as I hate social media, you kind of have to be active on there. Uh, learning how to do my mailing list better, keep people updated on that. I don't want to be spammy and annoy people. I've seen some mailing lists like that, and I, I don't like getting emails like that, but I guess if you were like a fan of someone, you wouldn't mind. Getting better at mailing lists, getting better at, uh, I took a course for Facebook ads, kind of learning about that. Uh, I don't know, I don't think of myself as a good marketer, so all that stuff sucks, but it's kind of like a necessary evil if you want people to read your stuff, if you want to make money. And working in comics is hard to make money. You know? My goal in 2019 is to make a living being a writer, even if it's like the minimum amount I need to pay my bills. That's like the big 2019 goal. Uh, coming up, I'm doing. I'm working with a company for a press release for Beastlands. We'll see how that goes. Uh, last time for Wild Cosmos, I wrote my own press release, and it was, it was horrible. Uh, only a few sites picked it up. I do not know how to write a good press release and like all the stuff you need and the format for it. So I found some awesome guys that worked out a really good deal. They're going to do that, make a little video for me, a written interview. I have a few podcast interviews coming up. Um, I'll let you guys know uh, where those are. They're all good podcasts. I, mean, I contacted a bunch of podcasts. A few got back to me. So I'll let you know which ones I end up going on and what the interview will be there. Uh, I'm, going on, I'm going on a road trip to San Francisco to do um, kindoffunny.com. I don't know. You, some of you guys might know them. Uh, Greg Miller, he worked at IGN, and he founded Kind of Funny. He has got a comic book podcast on his Patreon. I'm going to be a guest on there in the beginning of April. So that I'm st super stoked on. That's uh, I've listened to him since like high school on podcasts, like video game podcasts and stuff. So it's super. It's going to be super weird to actually be in their studio and be not really interviewed, but you're kind of just on their, uh, I guess maybe like partial interview. But you're just on his podcast. Um, it's like a comic book club. They read something monthly and then talk about it. If you, it's, it's a Patreon-exclusive show, so you have to pay them for it. That's probably one of my favorite shows that they have. I think it's worth it. Um, this month, the required reading is Tokyo Ghost. And that's actually like my favorite all-time series. And you guys have heard me talk about Rick Remender a bunch. That's my favorite writer. So kind of lucked out that the uh, last person on there chose Tokyo Ghost. So it's going to be fun to talk about that. So hopefully I can start to get consistent again with this podcasting. I haven't dropped it yet. Like I get tons of reviews and messages from people and it's kind of crazy because I forget about sometimes when I haven't done it for a few months. And then uh, all that stuff just makes me feel good, man. When you get messages and saying that this has helped people. Um, I probably would have stopped it if I didn't get reviews and messages. Like I didn't know if this was actually helping people. Me just not like I'm interviewing people. I'm just kind of talking about my experience and trying to help you out writing. But all that stuff keeps me going, so I definitely want to continue this. I think it's helped enough people that 
I've got enough of a small, small, tight listenership that I can try to help out and just kind of hear my experiences. So hopefully it's relatable. So this episode is about complex characters, continuing the uh, character month. Um, you know, you don't want flat, one-dimensional characters. That's uh, boring to read and boring characters. Like, you want fleshed-out, complex characters. So here's, like, a general three tips. It's not going to be anything, like, in-depth or anything, but hopefully this will help when you're making your character page and trying to, like, write descriptions about your character. So first thing is, like, a unique voice. Uh, you know, characters are from different places. Sometimes they're going to talk different. So if you, when you're writing the actual dialogue in the script, if you make them sound different, accents, if they're from the country, they're obviously going to talk different. Um, certain, like, mannerisms, they can talk all of that while you're reading a comic. Like, I think you notice it after you're reading a comic for a while. Like, this character talks like this. Um, let's see. Like, in the Wild Cosmos issue one, uh, somewhere like I messed up with that is I would have like Cooper said and Leanne said stuff you usually don't see in comics that's because I was trying to be a rebel and be super experimental I mean that was my first comic but if a character has a unique voice then you don't really need that a Cooper said the Leanne said you could just do like a caption box and not have that so that's just something to think about a unique voice tip number two passions um Make them super passionate about something. That already will make somebody interesting. If you're super, like, in real life, if somebody's super passionate about comics, that's like, I don't know, anybody who's passionate about anything is super interesting. So if you make them super uh, passionate about, like, fighting, then that's going to be an interesting character, and how does that affect them? Um, if they're super passionate about art, you know, I mean, no matter what time period, whatever they're passionate about, that makes the character more interesting and That'll add to the characterization of the character. Hopefully I did a good job explaining that. And then tip number three, complexity. Uh, there, every character has wants and desires, goals, flaws, a history. Uh, how did they grow up? Their family? Did they have a parent around? Both parents? Any brothers and sisters? Did any of them die? Like That's all good stuff to write, even if it doesn't come in the story. But like you as a writer, you should know that stuff because that helps you when you're writing that character, how they're going to react to certain situations. Um, if you ever have to go into their backstory later on in a comic uh, issue, then you have all that stuff on file already, everything that you already wrote. So instead of making it up on the fly when you need it, like just have all that stuff down. And the last thing, I know I said three tips, but the last thing, like the biggest, most important thing that I always talk about is theme and character arcs. So making sure they have a character arc. They're going to start flawed in the beginning of the story and then connected with the master theme, they're going to have a new belief by the end of the story. That is going to be their arc as a character. That is one of the most important things is giving them a good flaw, make sure it's tied to the theme and then their new belief and throughout the journey of the story, they're going to learn that new belief. And that's kind of like you expressing the theme to the readers. If that makes sense. That's just a quick one. Uh, complex characters. I know I've gotten some feedback about like trying to get these longer. I'm just experimenting right now, seeing what I could do. Maybe make these bi-weekly. So I would have like more content to put in there. I think one of the things also is, I don't, I don't know, there's only so long you can sit here and talk by yourself on a podcast. I know some, I listen to a lot of like comedians' podcasts, and they're able to just sit there and ramble off for a freaking, for an hour. But 
uh, I mean, that's their job is to talk for a living. As a comic writer, it's hard to just sit here and talk by yourself for an hour, hour and a half. But I, I would like to have these longer. I, if I had content, um, I'm thinking of launching a Patreon this year sometime and like maybe having like a Q&A option and answer questions segment that would help lengthen this. Me and a uh, podcast listener, Chris, we're talking about doing a Q&A next week. So we'll see if that comes to fruition. Uh, that sounds fun. Um, and recording that and releasing that as an episode. But besides that, I'm going to record one next week. And then uh, the Beastlands Kickstarter, March 19th. Going to release a preview on Tuesday on the mailing list. Um, I'm on Twitter, Curtis Ryder C, and Instagram to Infinity Studios. 